Hey, this is Triple M's homegrown right around the country. You go to 52 stations and you get us on the brand new listener app, LASTNR. Super excited for this one. Upcoming singer-songwriter has officially arrived. In case you've been living under a rock, I'm talking about... Oh, watch your step tonight. Cause when I make my right Talking about Mia Ray, tracks I wear for me. Sounds good here. Sounds even better live, of course. My mama told me not to fear my enemies. Know that I'm stronger than I think I am. What a voice. And it is the official hit of the summer. So stay awake. Don't sleep away. Stay awake. And the EP is out in just over a week's time. I welcome to Triple M's homegrown good friend of the show, Mira. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the studio. It's good to finally have you here. <laughs> I know. I feel like I just watched a DJ set, like, <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> hey, now, before we kick this off, we should mention we've got a bit of history. Mm-hmm. You you have been to my family house. Yeah. And can you tell the Triple M family what you were doing there? Um, for my first music video, I had to train on a treadmill to, uh, yeah, for my first track, Work For Me. Yeah. And um, uh, your sister, Mads, yeah. is the label manager at Ivy League and she said, oh, my dad has a treadmill that you can uh, <laughs> practice on in the back shed. And I was like, you know what? That sounds actually perfect. <laughs> I'd love nothing more. And so then, uh, yeah, went to your family home and I met your parents. There you well, go. actually, I've known your dad for a long time. There you go. Um, and I got to work out um, in your shed with all of the Richmond mem- memorabilia yeah, yep. and uh, lovely photos of your dad <laughs> and his very famous band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, tried on a couple of dresses because I had to run very fast in a huge dress. And so yeah. that was the whole thing. And um, yeah, it was a great experience. That's good training. Like who would have thought a video clip would be that hard? You'd think like the writing and recording of a song would be the stressful part, but training for a video clip. <laughs> and your dad shed. <laughs> My dad shed. Uh, hey, your journey's been incredible. Grew up in Noosa. Now you're in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that transition like when you, you kind of made the when did, When did you make the move? That was like eight years ago. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. And it was great. I always knew like all of pretty much all, not all, but a lot of my family are from Victoria. Yeah. And so it was always kind of like an unspoken thing between mum and I that I would definitely be coming back. Yeah, you made um, the move. Whether she liked it or not. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, we moved down together um, about eight years ago. And yeah, I've never nice. looked back. I mean, like the music scene in Brisbane, like that's good, but that was like an hour and a half away from obviously Noosa. And so um, I, yeah, it there wasn't much of a music scene yeah. for original artists, I guess, yes. um, in Noosa. Mm. It's just like Pam and Marge going like, turn it down, you know? <laughs> So yeah, it's kind yeah. of like, you know, there's noise restrictions like absolutely everywhere. So yeah. uh, Soul Bar was good. That's in Maroochydore. That's a good prime venue. I am playing it on the 3rd of March for my headline tour. Yeah, we're going to get to the um, tour. But yeah, Melbourne just was the place for me to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I love about, um, you know, finding an artist like you is like you've nearly got 50 followers on YouTube, 50,000 followers, I should say, on YouTube. 50 and followers. 50, 50 followers. Um, and what I like about that is like discovering an artist like you and going through stuff in in your back catalogue as well, which mm. is awesome. Like, yeah. I hope this doesn't make you cringe because it sounds bloody awesome. Some of the amazing covers you've done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tracks like Hallelujah. What can make me feel this
so good and recently it's so nice <laughs> and you've been uploading videos for quite some time was that yeah. like a nice outlet for you yeah you know, i growing... just didn't like leave my bedroom yeah. really mm. um so i would just record covers like i i once i got signed to mushroom mm. in 2012 mm. um i bought myself like a canon camera like a you know a good yeah, yeah. and then um a road k2 recording mic <laughs> and um which was so much money for me to spend on it but i just got like really good equipment and you know it was just on garage band yeah. and i would just record yeah heaps of covers and the best part is is that there was nothing there was no system or opinions or yeah you know strategy or anything between me feeling something yeah. and immediately being able to upload it and connect mm. with the person on the other side um which is yeah really yeah felt really good so um yeah i've i feel like i developed a really nice relationship between me and pretty much it wasn't even australia like yeah. it was just everywhere it was just like super international and like Still to this day, there's people like from the Philippines and uh, Russia, America, England, Brazil, um, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, work for me once it was out uh, a couple of years ago. The launch was massive. One of the most exciting debuts added to every playlist, I might add. And getting a rave review from this man. <laughs> Tell me about that. When did you find out that Elton John liked your music and, mm. he, and he was talking about it and, and playing it? Yeah. Um, I was sitting on my couch um, and I had been, I was enjoying a morning cup of uh, brown yeah. and um, I got tagged in something on Instagram by a very random Instagram page, yeah. um, which I thought was spam because yeah. it just felt, it was so just like. Yeah. You're like as if. As if. Yeah. yeah as yeah. if. And so it was like, oh, this week on Elton John's podcast and then listed the artists that were on it. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. It's like, that's not right. Right? Yeah. And then um, I had to download an app or something and I flicked through the podcast and then I realized like when he was like he was playing the song and then also like spoke about it after the song and wow. he was like, Mia Ray, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Totally. And just immediately started shaking and crying. And then I thought, how, how does this get from here to like, what journey did work for me going? On to get there like yeah. how does that get there and so immediately I text Michael Gadinsky being like did you share my song with Elton John like that's yeah. the, like you're the only person that I know that knows him yeah how else does that get there yeah. and he just never texts me back I don't think it was someone it was I think it was put on a playlist somewhere and then he just kind of flicks through like you know what came out that week and he yeah. must have just yeah how cool yeah yeah it, it's you're right like the power of music you yeah. know that and it's so cool that someone like Elton John is out there they're like looking for new music as well. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, the support from him for up and coming yeah. artists, especially female artists as well, like is just so great. And uh, since then, he hasn't uh, shared any of my other music. So obviously, uh, it's just all downhill from work for me. 
Hey, you've got some exciting things coming up. The Great Escape. I mean, for those yeah. who don't know, that is uh, one of the premier music festivals in the world where young bands go. And it's great. It's kind of like the uh, the big sound mm-hmm. of the UK. How yeah. excited are you to get, to get over there and play? I'm so excited. You know, it, it's, so, it's such an experience. Mm, yeah. I've heard really good things about it. And I was supposed to do it last year, but then I couldn't because yeah. I got sick and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Um, yeah, so lucky that I got in again and I get to play it. And I spent some time over in London uh, last year for about like a month and a half and did like a bunch of writing sessions. And yeah, nice. Yeah, I just had a really nice solo trip there. So I'm so excited to get back and tell just like a, yeah. smash it out. Tell yeah. us about tell about those writing sessions. It was so good. It yeah. was just like another level. Um, I got to write with, um, so there's this artist, Gabrielle Applin, who I've been obsessed with since I was like 14 or maybe yeah. even earlier. And um, I had a session with uh, this guy, Seton and Ash in Bath, which is north of London. Nice. And it's where Gabrielle Applin famously grew up, but she mm-hmm. doesn't know that I know that about her. <laughs> You're okay, well, <laughs> but um, yeah, so she used to upload covers on YouTube all the time and it was a huge inspiration for me and all the time I was just honestly just trying to be her. Yeah. And um, then someone from my label over there found out that I was obsessed with her and they were like, oh, we'll just get in contact and see if she's up for, to like jump in on that co-write. And then she was keen and all of a sudden I was in a room with Gabrielle Applin, um, who has been, you know, an idol of mine since I was, you know, starting music. And yeah. all of a sudden I was confiding in her about, you know, a situation that was happening at that time. And I was kind of like, I just couldn't believe that I used to go from confiding in her music when I was going through a tough time in school or like, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, and then I got to do that personally with her as well. And here I am sitting on a couch with her and she's giving me advice about something and we're yeah. writing this song together and we just locked in and like yeah. wrote a really great song that I'm pretty sure will be coming out at some point. Exciting. And um, yeah, it's just the whole experience and like the standard of writers and like producers and yeah, it was just, I worked my butt off over there and it yeah. felt so good. Is it one of those things that it's hard at the start to kind of get momentum going, going, cause you, you know, you'd never really kind of had much to do with each other, but yeah. like you said, we go, you had this personal connection and then you wrote the song. That yeah, must have totally. helped. I mean, that's all on my side though. Like she had no idea who I was. Like she yeah. just rocked up and she was just like, Hey, cool. Let's write a song. And yeah. I was like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but when I had landed, the queen had just died or the queen had died the, di- the day before. And so, um, it was hectic and yeah. I was there for about a week, um, before any of the sessions had started. So I pretty much just saw like a bunch of musicals and just on purpose was trying to get lost in London, yeah. um, yeah. which was really great and inspiring. So it wasn't like hitting the ground running as soon as I got there, but then as soon as the session started, it was just like head down, bum up and it was great. And it was just, I got on such a good role. What a strange time to be there. Yeah. Cause I mean, it was strange here when it happened. I it can't imagine what so... it'd be like kind of getting there. Yeah. And you could feel it yeah. as well. I like I remember, um, I tried to follow the crowd to the funeral and then I forgot, oh, we have panic attacks in crowds. Let's not do that. Yeah. And so I quickly got out of, I felt like I was in like a river of salmon and everyone was just going one way and yeah. I was just trying to like weave my way through and I yeah. couldn't. And, um, I ended up in this really charming pub and it was, it was so full, but it was dead silent and yeah. everyone was just watching the television and wow. you could feel that everyone was just very moved yeah. and, um, it was probably the most British thing I've of ever course. gotten to be a part of. Yeah. yeah. How, cool. how strange is it to go from something like that, which is quite recent to now it's quite exciting. Like this mm. EP is out Friday. Um, how are you <laughs> nice feeling? Nice uh, subject change. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you got to mix it up. 
How are you feeling about this release? I'm I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited. It's been a long time coming and um, I've had some of these songs for a long time, um, but it's so cool. Like, you know, I enjoy releasing singles, but there's something really nice about releasing like a bunch of, like a, you know, a family of songs for someone to just have and um, for it to all be under like one roof. Oh, totally. Like, you know, a string of, you know, drip feeding singles, you know, that's nice. But yeah, it's nice to have them all kind of together. Get to play them live. I know. On this tour. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm Hometown pumped. show at Soul Bar too. You? Yep, yep. The guest list will be out of control at that one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> all of the Ramba cans will be there. Yeah. I mean, how like how are you feeling about that? I mean, it's, it's you know, one thing to tour and a lot of bands tour without releasing new music and sometimes mm. it can be a bit stale, but to have new stuff to play. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, I think like selling tickets has been hard, I guess, because, oh, for you everyone. know, people's relationships with shows, if it's going to be cancelled, like, you know, there's like, you know, people have trust issues, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm just excited that I get to play music and yeah. it's not canceled or you yeah, know, absolutely. whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm so excited and, you know, we played Woodford, um, over the new year mm-hmm. and, um, you know, played all of the new songs and they felt really good and like the crowd was really into it and they were like all kind of like screaming during awesome. the show, yeah. which is awesome. Like yeah. they were just like actively like into it the whole time, which was good. So that was a nice sign. How do you go resting your voice? You're a very vocal performer, uh, yeah. incredible voice. I reckon I could I could easily sing for a long time. Like yeah. I used to do like cover gigs for like three hours or mm. like four hours and like weddings, six hours, whatever. Yeah. It's when it's the talking over the loud music after the show that gets me. And mm. so that's what I kind of watch out for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, touch wood that it's fine. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> but you yeah. know, my band do love a drink. So um I get jealous that they're in instrument isn't their body but mine is so I have to look after it and they can all be hung over the next day and do like a fantastic job and I'm (laughs) just a piece of shit so Um, yeah, I'm going to have to watch the, uh, the old whiskey there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe the last show at Howler, I'll really let loose. Oh, you got to. <laughs> yeah. Everyone get to that show in Melbourne. Even go into state <laughs> if you have to. Well, well, I'd like to play a bit of a game around live mm-hmm. music. This one's called. It's called Memory Lane. You mentioned that you played cover gigs and wedding gigs mm-hmm. before. I've gone through a couple of gigs in your gig history. Oh, and I want you to tell me what you remember about these shows. Okay. So we're going all the way back to 2012, the Caloundra Music Festival we had. <laughs> Bands like The Living End and... Ballpark Music too. Oh, sick. What do you remember about this gig? Well, the only thing I remember from Caloundra Music Festival was... John Butler and Ben Lee, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't remember ballpark music playing, but maybe they were on a different day I, to me yeah. or something. Yeah. But I'm obsessed with them. Like, yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm not, I don't know their full catalogue of music, but I've been listening to Museum yes. a lot. So great. Um, yeah. What do I remember? How First the, festival. Yeah. I was 16, I think. What time were you on? Um, yeah. Like early afternoon, like a 1 p.m. Yeah. Super hot. Any rider? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Maybe um, something to get a meal some, ticket. Yeah, some warm water and a high five, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think it was like my sisters sitting down on the grass with some other people yeah, nice. and I sung songs on my shit court acoustic guitar <laughs> before I like, you know, spent a good amount of money on some nice, on a nice guitar. Before you upgraded, uh, yeah. Yeah, 
And um, yeah, no, it was a great experience. But my first kind of like official festival slot side stage, like as in it. like the stage beside the main stage, <laughs> yeah. you know. The, si- the stage behind the medium stage to the bigger yeah, stage to the main the stage at goes, the other end of the festival. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. one where like, you know, the main band goes up and they're like, and everyone's like, oh, like, let's just go get something to eat while this chick's playing. <laughs> like that's, yeah. And you know there. what? Been Happy there. to be a part of it. It's, you've got to do it. It's what you do when you're first starting out. <laughs> let's fast forward a few years later. This is where I saw it was an incredible gig playing with these guys. The one and only mm, Teskey Brothers. That what, was a good gig. Talk, tell me about that tour. I loved that. Um, that was very special. That was a huge week because we had just done music from the home front at yes. Sydney My Music Bowl. Mm-hmm. And so coming off that and then I think I had the AFLW Awards or something and that was really inspiring mm. um, as in playing at it. I, I don't play AFL. Um, yeah. I'm not athletic. Um, but no, it was they, they were super inspiring. And then getting to do that gig, um, that, wasn't, that was actually another one, the only other one where the crowd... Crowd. I don't know if you remember I this. I was there, yeah. But there was, um, I have this song, Sprint Collide, and I was singing in it, and there's this big vocal part, and after the big vocal part was done, everyone just screamed yeah. for a bit, and we and we don't, we didn't play the track, and so we just, the whole band just stopped and just let the crowd yeah. do their thing, and it was so amazing. I was like, wow, you guys, like. It's a moment. There's you know? some, there's some bands that you support, and you learn a lot about their crowd, and I felt like that crowd were music lovers. Yeah. Um, and not just there because, I don't know, it was aesthetically pleasing or, you know, whatever. Totally. Yeah. They were real music lovers and they understood it and they understood me and it was just such a nice safe space. And then I got to get up on stage yes, with, that was you great. Know, with Josh and, um, yeah, it was so fun. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. And they seemed like, uh, yeah, the, the brothers just seemed so nice and yeah. genuine and just lovely dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, another band that you, uh, you're close with, you share same manager. Mighty. That's my favourite track of the room. Me too. Oh, yeah, 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 I love that one as well. How was it playing with those guys? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we became really close. Um, I spent, I, I mean, I did a lot of dates with them and obviously we've got the same manager. Yeah, um, So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Mr. Greg Carey. The biggest legend um, in music. Biggest legend. Um, yeah, so we kind of immediately immediately become siblings in a way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I love it. I love those boys. I'm actually going to go see them at Somersault in Torquay. Oh, um, that festival down there. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that'll be great. And uh, this one quite recently. Vance, we also had... Middle Kids. So sick. How was that? So good. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, Vance... Well, James is James. his name, yeah. but um, yeah, Vance Joy, he was just so great the whole time. And, um, you know, there was a point where, um, just this is an example of how great James is, um, is that he was going on stage at Sydney Maya Music Bowl. And as he was walking to the stage, um, my bass player walked past him and he was like, oh, Tom, is it? And like shook his hand as he's like going on stage to play for like 12,000 people. When he's in the zone. 
He's just yeah. like, you don't need to do that. But yeah. he like took the time to like say hello and like, I don't know. I just like, he's just, he's just a legend yeah. and you know, there's no ego there. And you know, I think I could happily message him now and you know, say whatever and yeah. he would message back and like, yeah. he's just, yeah, he's a legend. They are three. When I think about it, they are three very down to earth bands, Teskies, yeah. the Rubens, Vance yeah. Joy as well. Yeah, totally. And like, you kind of assume someone as big as Vance that like, you know, untouchable or, you know, whatever, but. Yeah. It just, um, I think he made it really clear on that tour that everyone was equal yeah. and everyone at the end of the show is all in one room and we're all talking and we're yeah. all hanging out and there's no like, you're not allowed in this room because you're not whatever. Like it yeah. was, everyone was included yeah. and it was family and it was yeah. really nice. It's almost yeah. sad when those tours end, isn't I it? I know, yeah. I know. There'll I be another one. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> James, if you're hearing this, <laughs> have me back. Ah, <laughs> uh, one more game for you, this one. On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's right party or dinner. So this is called right party dinner. Okay. okay. So I'm going to give you three acts. You can either write a song with one of them. Okay. You party with the next one. Mm-hmm. And the third act you take home for dinner. Okay. Nice. So first artist. This is what it sounds like when we got Prince. Okay. We got. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we got Alanis. And we got. This is ground control to Major Tom. David Bowie, you got to write a song with one of them, party with the next, and take out to dinner. In what I order? Wanna, we I want to party with Prince. Okay, I like that. Oh, hang on. Oh, here we go. So, I want to write a song with Bowie, okay. which leaves me with having dinner with Honest. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you did well. That was quite quick, and I, I really... no, I knew, I knew, I wanted to party with Prince. Yeah, um, because it would be ridiculous and fun, yeah. and just a night I'd never forget. Um, and then, yeah, we'd love to write a song with Bowie, but obviously, like everyone's dead except for Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, they're alive um, when you do it. But yeah, I was pretty sure about that. I didn't really have to think too hard. That was about really it. good. Sometimes yeah. that goes on for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, now what am I going to fill the time with? <laughs> hey, Mira, thanks so much for coming in. It's a pleasure to have you in the studio. Our Triple M family are loving the new song. You've Aww. got an EP out on the tenth and a tour as well, going right around the country. You can check out those full list of dates. Triple M.com. We've got a Maruchidor, Brisbane, Frio, Jindalup, Wollongong, Sydney. All the best. Uh, Mia Ray, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me.